0: This is a show about stepping out of your comfort zone. It's about leaving the main quest line for a minute. To see what you're made of. It's about learning who you are. And the many different ways you can draw a dragon over the course of one week. We're setting off on a journey we want you to join us.
1: That's right, it is time for side quests. We're going on an adventure and we're taking you with us. I'm your host Stephen, joined this time by the one and only the Mr. TV's Travis. Jacob is off oh, hunting no. uh, ancient pony squirrels in the eastern uh, panhandle of of, uh, of Ohio, uh, so he's not going to be with us tonight. But he he did draw a lot, and he told us that uh, he would bring back a legendary jackrabbit. Um, oh, excellent! Yeah, good old jackrabbit you that. pelt. You need you need. All that. right, no jackalope. Well, we got to make what the, I was thinking. jackalope. Yeah.
0: That's what cuz we got to make that jackalope uh, lined fedora we were talking about pre-show.
1: Exactly. There's no better material to make a fedora out of than jackalope pelt. Mhm. If there's mm-hmm. a, Absolutely. Travis, if there's any creature that I want to be alive on the planet and exist, it's a flipping jackalope. Like
0: Absolutely. I don't, I, <laughs> I I'm it's that or the furry trout. Like one of those two is the <laughs> thing that I want to actually exist.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The, like, they have to, they, I just want them to be a real thing. Like, razor snakes, I could do without those. Uh, <laughs> what's that What's that creature that if you see it, it just turns into a puddle of sadness? I can't remember what they call that. Oh. Lumberjacks call that, had them. Uh, I
0: can't remember either.
1: Yeah. Anyway, I know it's, there's, if you ever want to know about ancient creatures that no one's ever seen before, look up ja- <laughs> uh, uh, lumberjack uh, cryptids, because uh, lumberjacks came up with a number of things.
0: Well, I mean, you spend that much time in the woods, you know, you're going to see <laughs> they, some things.
1: They invented flapjacks and razor snakes.
0: Hmm. And maple syrup. the ultimate nope rope.
1: Yeah, they, <laughs> that is absolutely true. Well, we're not here to talk about the weirdness that is stuff that doesn't exist. We're here to talk about things that do exist and the quests that we have been on, that we have taken you on. Uh, Travis, we've been through a few. Just to recap the season so far, uh, we've gone a culinary world tour. We faced mm-hmm. our deaths. And this yeah. week, we drew stuff. Uh, we did. Which I have to say was a delightful turn, uh, considering that we were dealing with our own deaths the week before.
0: This was a much, uh, I would say, I don't want to say more fulfilling, but it was a much um, less, I don't, uh, uh, morbid, I don't even know if I want to say morbid. It, this was a much better challenge
1: yeah much better i I, I
0: had a i i had a ton of fun doing this i am not what you would call artistic um uh i don't feel as though i am anyway and what was nice about this was this was a nice like all right i'm gonna step out of the zone i'm normally in and do something i've been thinking about wanting to do for a while and i just keep putting off and forgetting about and, and i'm like oh i should start doodling and then i don't do it or i do for two minutes and give up so to to have this where it was like, all right, I gotta, I got to come up with something every day. And I tried, I tried to make it the, whatever I was going to draw be the challenge every day. Um, not just that I was going to draw a thing, but like, what am I going to draw and How am I going to come up with that? And what was going to inspire me for that day? And there were a couple days where it was 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock and I was starting to doodle and it, it ended up being, you know, a very simple drawing, but I still had a lot of fun with it. So this was this was great. I, yeah. I, I had and and it was cool to see the drawings popping into um, the Discord and seeing what was getting drawn. Uh, the stuff you were doing was great. I loved a uh, disco disco stew or whatever his name. Afro Mo. Afro Mo. Yeah, li- I like him. He was great. <laughs> um, of course, uh, you know, oddly normal ones in there, uh, nailing it every day. Oh, um amy was was posting some great stuff kelly's uh average <laughs> what was it's average like the average fantasy, fantasy creature. creature yeah that was awesome that was i i laughed out loud at that one <laughs> so did uh, I. that was great
1: yeah was, so yeah it was yeah. a lot of fun it was it was cool seeing a hashtag get used i've never invented a hashtag before that actually got any traction uh so like the whole week when I I had it up in Tweetdeck I have a search for doodorks draws stuff was popping mm-hmm. up in, in there that wasn't just me or you it was other people have had contributed and wanted to be a part of it and that was super fun to see and le- like you I'm no artist but I've been doodling since I was a kid I've always enjoyed doodling my style hasn't changed any over the 30 years of <laughs> of me drawing uh but it's it's right. evolved a little bit and Every now and then, like, I tried to take this challenge, and as the every day, I would try to come up with some other thing. Like, it, one day, that, that piece of toast was some kind of art I've never done before. Um, and I'm really, really into anthropomorphic food, I just like making food into things. Um, the
0: coffee. Yeah, cup you had your toast. Went, you had your tacos.
1: Yeah, I had the tacos. It's just my jam. Uh, the taco time thing. I really just wanted to draw a cup from Taco Bell from like the early the mid nineties. <laughs> it had that like yes. pink and green turquoise cup. Uh, mm-hmm. oh yeah, yeah. There was these were deliberate decisions, and it's like comics and Afro Mo. Like that. That was Afro Mo. I drew in middle school a lot on graph paper because uh, it was it was nice. fun to draw on graph paper because I could get his high heels right. Uh maybe mm-hmm. <laughs> just perfect squares. Uh yes. but but yeah, that was this it was kind of a it was it was a fun challenge. It was fun watching uh I want every single one of Amy's dragons as a sticker that I can put on yes. a notebook.
0: I do as well. Um in fact her her dragon, the one that was sleeping. Yes um with the tiny little wings and, and that inspired the cat that I drew the little kitten sleeping because oh, it's in yeah. the same pose.
1: Yeah. Let me bring um, up one of these and, while you're
0: talking about it. And what was fun about what I had fun with was I did, I did everything. I tried to vary up what I, um, not only the, the inspiration for what I would draw, but also the, the style that I was going to try and draw in. So like I did a couple of them where I found a tutorial online and I followed the steps and, what I liked about that was like, you know, it was looking at something and breaking it down into shapes. So I would do, you know, a couple of circles and I would connect those and I would add a little piece on here and add this detail there. And then other times, um, I was just like completely the, my smooth hero, uh little hero man or hit man. That was just like completely, I'm just making something up and I'm, I'm like, Oh, well, you know, the, the, a hero is going to have kind of that tapered, uh, upside down triangle for his shoulders going into his waist and then this and that. And then like the cat, I saw her little dragon and I was like, that is adorable. And it looked like a kitten sleeping. And so I just tried to kind of deconstruct and how would I draw this? And what I found was I was using my iPad to do all my drawing. Um, what app
1: were you using? And for that? Uh, Procreate?
0: Procreate. Yeah. Yeah. Pro- Procreate is amazing. By the way, if nothing else, if you love to draw or, or are even considering it and you have an iPad, spend $10 and get procreate. It's worth every penny of that. Um, but it was what I, what I found out was I can do the sketching on the iPad, but I, I want to try sketching on paper and then just taking a photo of that and inking it on the iPad because I found the inking and coloring aspects on, on that much more fulfilling than the, the actual sketch part. Although I had a good time drawing all of them. Um, so, and I'm, and I'm starting to figure out some shading stuff and, and, and do that. So yeah, it was, it was tons of fun, but yeah, Amy's little dragons. I just want every one of those. I actually, I, uh, I, I, I took one and I inked it and <laughs> I should put that in the, in the discord. Uh, but I don't have my iPad. It's upstairs, but I, I played around with that earlier today after I'd finished my drawing.
1: Yeah, you totally should. I'd like to call out uh, Oddly Normal 1, too, because his his stuff, I mean, he's actually a professional artist. Uh, He Mm -hmm. definitely knocked it out of the park with every one of these. But I enjoyed the cartoon theming. One in particular that I really liked was his He-Man, Calvin and Hobbes mashup. That was great. Uh, It's it's Hobbes dressed. Who's Hobbes dressed as? What's that character's name? He's Battle Cat. Battle Cat. Okay, well that makes perfect sense. He says, "Where why do I get the weird helmet, weird hair color helmet and belt saddle?" And Calvin says, "Because <laughs> I have the power." And he's in this loincloth deal looking like He-Man. It was just yeah, really Yeah, cool. and
0: I actually talked to I talked to him about that one last night while we were recording the Highlander show because I was that was my favorite one he did all week too. Yeah. And I what I liked was he was taking like he went in a different direction where he was like, all right, give me some cartoons mm-hmm. and then I'll draw those. And so it was, he had mighty max and Calvin and Hobbes and Snoopy and pinky in the brain. And that was really cool. I was like, just making up as I went along I, the Jack in the box. So I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll do this. This was a fun little step-by-step tutorial. And it was kind of, and then of course my brain being what it is, I'm off on all these tangents. So as I'm drawing this Jack in the box, the the face shape reminded me of a tiki mask, <laughs> which started making me think about a witch doctor. And then I started singing the witch doctor song the whole day <laughs> while I was drawing that it was really just out there.
1: Oh, that's but, yeah. Was,
0: this was really, really fun.
1: I love your, I loved your Jack in the box. Um, it looked like you put a lot of, you even had background shading. You're doing some, some different colors in the background there. That was cool.
0: I was trying to mess around with, uh, like different gradients. Um, as like backgrounds just to, to get instead of having all of, all of them be white. And that one was kind of fun again, procreate like yeah. take and, and make a layer. I learned a lot about layering and, and stuff like that, that I can take and try to expand on more. Like you can take a layer and then do a gradient where you just have a circle of color and you just like smooth it out yeah, and you make a, a gradient. And then I did that for a couple of them. Uh, the one dragon that I drew that was kind of more of a sketch, I actually took that and I made that, um, gradient background, but I put it on top and then I erased it around my dragon. So it, yeah. uh, removed that. Like it was, it was interesting to kind of play around with these different, different parts of, uh, of how to draw these things. I, I was having a blast. Once you get way too much fun
1: yeah once you get used to layers in drawing apps like with Photoshop or Procreate or whatever it, that's where the power is. That's where every bit mm-hmm. of it is like one wh- one thing I loved about Photoshop is you could take you could take a layer and and select everything on that layer like outside your center drawing or whatever, and then go to mm-hmm. another layer where you know you've got stuff you don't want to be there and delete it like let's say you just colored in it ev- just colored sloppily all over something like let's say it's a square. Uh, you have a square yep. on one layer. Go to the next layer, color all over it. Go back down to that layer, select it. Go back up to the color layer and delete everything outside of that selection. And all of a sudden, you've got everything just contained in that one square. It's like all these little tools um, that that you can you can utilize to make it easier to draw. Um, and little tricks. It's one of the things I learned from back in the day. There was a guy on Tech TV who would go on the screensavers all the time named Bert Munroy. Uh, and he's like a Photoshop master and he mm-hmm. would do these really cool t- tutorials about like, how do you make a, look like a piece of metal has your name stamped in it? Or how do you take a, a road sign that looks like it's been hit by a shotgun? And he had all these really cool tricks he would do. Like, we're just going to take this layer. We're going to do this. We're going to add this bevel and emboss. So we're going to change this. And it, it all looked fake, you know, like it didn't look like mm-hmm. it was, it was super detailed. This is also the early 2000s. Uh, right. But at the same time, it wasn't necessarily about it being perfect. It was about teaching you little tutorial stuff that you could use to go further. Because he would always end his his time talking about it and just say, go out and play. He's like, just play with these tools. Yeah. Play with the pen tool. Play with the, the this a different effect. Play with the layers. And it, it really, like, you start thinking. When you start thinking in layers after you do it for a while, you start learning all these little tricks of how to quickly clean up where you've colored in something or how to shrink something or how to add two layers together and merge them and like drop shadow, how to make that easy to do. There's all kinds of little yeah. tricks in digital art that I, I suck at in with my hands on regular paper. I can't, I can't do it. It's fine. Like I even do some things on the, the procreate that I would do on paper. I've always Growing up, seeing those, learn how to draw books, you know, and they, you have your, mm-hmm. you draw this, the circle, and then you draw the curved lines to show it's like a sphere. Um, yeah, I'm bad at that anyway, I, I'm out of practice. I know I could be better, but I don't practice. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, uh, you always see it done with blue lines, like it's always done yeah. with light blue, and then they go back over in ink. That's actually because the blue doesn't scan in. I learned this watching a comic book artist talking about how those those blue lines when they do in their initial sketches when you scan them, yep. they don't come in. So they do that for the sketch and then they just go back over it with a dark pencil or pen to draw the finer stuff. And that's what the scanner picks up. And yeah. I thought that was yep. super cool. And I just sketch in blue now. Cause I always watched people sketch in blue, but I never knew why. I just thought it was a nice contrast <laughs> and you'd be able to see better kind of what you're doing. Um,
0: and I think some of it is that too, like it probably sure. got started with that. Um, yeah, I, I even found uh, like a fun thing the the little robot that I did because I had one of the, the days I rolled on the prompt uh, table and I got haunted toy yeah and I drew the robot but what was fun about that was I I had been drawing the head of the robot and I was trying to draw you know square head kind of your classic real boxy robot and I was struggling because I couldn't get my little antenna to be the same on either side as i was drawing them and then i thought about it for a second, like wait a minute i can just mirror this yeah and so i took i took my image i mirrored it and then erased around and created the head of the thing like and i was like oh this is brilliant why haven't i ever thought of this before like i was having these little epiphany moments like that and and the layering for color like one thing uh was really fun with one of the dragons is he, he had um Couple of teeth that were sticking out, like one up and one down. And they, so you got white teeth on this green background, is what I chose for his skin color. So I would color in the green as a layer, and then I would do a separate layer for the teeth. And I would just like lazily color over the whole white, but then I'd take that layer and I'd drop it below the green, and all of a sudden, clean. Yep. And then I just merge the two layers, and there you go. Yeah. Like little, little tricks like that where I can go through and I can do a, base area and then come back through fill in all the details drop you know a couple of clicks later and it looks great again like this is all this is fun little stuff i'm gonna keep drawing i'm, I'm gonna keep doing this because i had a ton of fun with it
1: yeah I, th- I think i'm i'm gonna try to get back into it i i had a lot of fun with procreate a long time ago uh jacob and i both did um jacob drew some stuff we ended up making into stickers we thought they were so cool. Nice. Because um, he's really good, and I'm, I'm going to find a way to get him to recap his story and throw it in the feed. Because he's really good at art. He's one of those annoying people that's smart and <laughs> can do science and can also draw. And you're like, he's free-handed pumpkins before, and I'm like, I'm I'm just upset. I'm upset at your <laughs> skill. Uh, so, no, if you're thinking I did not kill him and bury him in the backyard to keep him from talking about his drawings... He's really in the eastern <laughs> panhandle of Ohio, if it has a panhandle, and he's hunt- hunting jackalopes. Uh, but yeah, yes. like this, it was it, it's it was a good time. I'm glad that we got into it, uh, and I, I want to do it more because it, it, I learned a lot. I tried some different styles to try and stretch a little bit. I tried to draw stuff like the Afro that I hadn't drawn in a long time, just to see how it changed. Um, Afro used to not have a mustache. Now he does. Uh, there's That's just not, things you that know. you, you do. Um, but no, I, and I, I, I'd loved everybody else participating. Um, and watching, watching oddly draw and Amy draw. And I didn't know Amy could draw. I learned, I learned Amy can draw really well. Um, and I do I do want that James Brown coffee mug that I drew. I want it to exist. That was cool.
0: Um that was cool. And and I have to say when you posted that at first and you're like, "Look, I traced part of this image." I did. You inked that image. Okay. No, I appreciate it. it. Yeah. Thank that's, you. That's how that works. <laughs> yeah. I um, did. I inked it. Yeah. No, I I loved seeing the stuff cuz like, like Audi's style I like a lot. I've been uh, a fan of his art since I've known him. Um so I love seeing his style. Amy's uh, little dragons, what I liked about them was each one had its own little personality. And you could yes. like, they were all just a little bit different. You had the one that was real like annoyed with the butterfly for some reason. And like, uh, there's the one that's coming out of a little coffee cup that just looks like an adorable little kitten. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I was, I was really digging those. Um, I, yeah, I, I definitely am a neophyte when it comes to, to drawing and I haven't found a, an, a style yet. That's mine. Um, and I think that's one of the things I'm really looking forward to. Plus it's also, I do the mini paints, uh, the mini paintings and, and um, I'm seeing like the, the layer idea and some of this drawing stuff translating into how I think about painting these miniatures too. That's so, interesting. Yeah. Like I can use it in different ways because it's not exactly the same going from 2d to 3d, but it's that layered effect. It's thinking about things in terms of like, as I'm coloring in a 2d image and how I think about that. Now I can translate that to how I paint these miniatures where I have to, I sort of think about them from the inside out. I think about what's the, what's the furthest away from the eye that I have to paint. And then I, I build on top of that. So you you do the skin first and then the, the, the shirt and then the jacket after that and, and that kind of stuff. So, yeah, this is really cool. And I have been wanting to get some sort of an artistic outlet because I have a lot of really cool ideas and I never can translate them out the way that I want. Like they never show up. I was starting to see what was in my head showing up in these drawings. Nice. At yeah. least partially, not completely, but partially. And I was getting there and that was really, really fun for me. Also, I found out and I didn't know this when I started using Procreate. That it saves a time lapse of your drawing. And so I found the first things I was going to post on TikTok, and I was taking my drawing time lapses, just throwing some music on them and throwing them up on TikTok. Cool. But I also liked watching those because I could see how my thought process was going as I was drawing something. And that yeah. was really interesting to watch because, like, the robot was a fun one because I had no idea what I was doing when I started that. So you can see me going through like well maybe if i try it no that's not gonna work maybe if i do no that's not gonna work well i could try making a 20-sided die and i couldn't fit like my brain couldn't wrap itself around that in three dimensions yeah to to flatten out and put in 2d and so i scrap that and then then you see me start to sketch this robot and how it morphed and like it, this is really cool and it was a nice kind of Dive into my own psyche, that then I can take and number one, I can use like the the joy that I got out of this, but then it gives me something to learn too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and the more yeah.
1: the more you do it, the better. Like one thing I've always heard is practice, 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 and you'll get better. And you, but it's it's so slow. Like you really gotta love it. I don't love it enough. Like I I I like to draw, but I don't love it. Like the minute I remember, like we had project in uh, in high school, and I had to make a children's book. And I was going to draw like this really cool children's book. And I drew, decided to draw a cat in the city. And as you go through this book, you can see me getting tired of drawing buildings. <laughs> like You can just actively see me getting lazier as I go through it. And I do not have the passion or drive to like draw backgrounds. I look at pictures of Spider-Man. It gives me anxiety. Because I'm like, if I had to draw <laughs> all the lines on Spider-Man's suit for f- 50 panels... I would kill myself. Like, I no. Just no, never, ever again. Um, but there's people who love it. That's what they do. Like, oddly normal one, that's what he does. That's what Eric Webb does. Chris Marino. That's what he does. And it's like, the details are not for me. I could never do this for real. But, like you said, you've got ideas. You know exactly what you want in your head. There's been album mm-hmm. art I've known I've wanted to draw. There's been logos I've known I've wanted to Putting into words, really difficult. Uh, But what I've done in the past, I've actually drawn like rough sketches and been like, here, artist person. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I know this is what I want. I just can't make it look good. Can you, like, and and the one thing you want to do, I never want to feed an artist, like, an artist exactly what I want. Like, it's kind of like walking into Mm -hmm. a tattoo shop and asking them to tattoo a Thundercats logo. Like, okay. You know, like, I feel like it's robbing them a little bit of fun that they could have by saying, hey, Draw this Thundercats logo that you probably could do in your sleep. Uh, so it's like, I really just want to hand it to him, and be like, take some liberties. <laughs> this is a rough sketch. Yeah. This is mostly what I want, but please, good Lord, take some take some liberties so you have some fun while you're at it.
0: That that is actually every conversation I've had with a tattoo artist. I'm like, here's here's what <laughs> I want to start with. Take that, play around with it, and then let's let's discuss it. Yeah, and that's yeah, how yeah. like my my mirror started uh, on my arm mm-hmm. was a very stylized version of this, and I gave it to her, and I was like, "This is what I want to start with." And she she did what she did, and it turned out better than I could have hoped for. So oh, sure, yeah, yeah.
1: there's they're artists for a reason. Like you don't want to rob them of mm-hmm. their their creative ability. Like, sure, I could get a tattoo of Murray on my arm uh, from Monkey Island. That'd be great, but that would be boring because it's just it's literally just a few a few lines, uh, and it would give yeah, him, I, it gives them something you know, but I well, think what you
0: do is you take Murray and you put him in a situation, right? Sure. You, you add yeah. him into something else.
1: Yeah. Um, get creative with it.
0: You know, and, and, and one thing that I'm, cause I know with other artistic endeavors and I've talked to artistic people, um, whether they're musicians or drawing or sculpting or, or what. And I've had this happen to me with some things where you have that kind of, there's that corner you turn and suddenly you realize, Oh, Oh, that's how this works. It's sort of, I had a friend of mine who was a guitar player and in high school, he came to me one day out of the blue and he's like, dude, I figured out how to solo. That was the thing he couldn't do. He could play, but like soloing was never something that he could just do. And all of a sudden that he had that epiphany and he, and it just opened up for him. And I feel like what's drawing for me, what that will be is when I can take something and I can draw it in different poses and in different situations, I can take the kitten that I drew sleeping and I can make that kitten into something that I can draw as just, I'm drawing the kitten. It's sort of like Afro Mo where you can yep. draw Afro Mo and that carrot, And that's the, that's like, I think the next hurdle uh, for me is to take not just putting lines on paper, but now understanding how this stuff moves. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I- I'm, I'm looking forward them. to stuff like that.
1: Yeah, and it it comes with time. Like I watch people, uh, Brandon James Greer on YouTube is a pixel artist, and he does a lot of mm-hmm. really great tutorials of just working through his thought process of how he lays out a pixel scene, and the thought, the forethought that goes into drawing it, is it's something else. Like it's a whole, it's next level. Like you look at it and you're like pixel art is a bunch of tiny squares. It can't be that difficult, but the way they do it to make it so intricate. Like, for instance, to be in a in a top-down looking scene where you're looking at an arcade and there's a bunch of arcade machines and you've got 256 pixels one way and 256 pixels the other way to, to show that entire message that this is an arcade yep. and and we recognize it as an arcade, that's where the skill comes in. Like, you've got eight pixels by four pixels to make an arcade cabinet. Go. In limited color palette. Right. you got four colors to work with make it happen and these guys can do it and you're looking at you're like holy balls that's an arcade machine but if i was doing it no way not in a million years it's it's wonderful and and having done this challenge i think what i'm trying to get at is is i've learned i've already known that that drawing was an art and it was difficult and it could take time and concentration whenever i set out on something like this where i sit down with an idea and i want to put it on paper and i cannot get it that's when you 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 really learn why you should never ask an artist for free work for exposure? <laughs> you oh, absolutely. Like, you you no, already it, know, but you just you need to know it in your bones why you don't do that. You know?
0: Yeah. the The thing about it is, and I think what the trap that a lot of people will fall into that do that it, number one, it's just a, a dick move. But also, when you see somebody like you know, I'll watch Len Peralta. Or Scott Johnson or um, Bad Carrot Cricket. And, or even uh, seeing like um, a time lapse of, I think, uh, I, I seem to remember Audi putting up a time lapse of something that he drew. But either way, like when you watch somebody who has done something like that for that long, it looks easy. Yeah. And so you think, well, of course you could just whip out a, a, a quick piece and, you know, I could use that and that would be you get the exposure of somebody seeing your artwork. But when, when you're paying an artist for the work, you're not just paying for that finished work. You're paying for all the time that they put into getting to that point where it is looking that easy to do, because it's not easy to do. It's just, it's a skill. It's a skill that has been honed over time to this razor's edge of where it becomes easy looking. It's sort of like, a fan of a baseball team ripping on the guy that misses a you know that that goes zero for four in a baseball mm-hmm. game. It's like that dude has forgotten more about how to play the game than you'll ever know, and he's in the top two percent or one percent of the people on the planet that do that thing. Just because he didn't do it the way you want him to that one time doesn't mean he's bad at it. He just had right. a a down moment, but he's still really really good and really skilled, an artist that can you know scott whipping out a drawing while they're playing uh dungeons and dragons doing there will be dungeons and he's involved and and paying attention but his skill has has been so honed over time that he can do it and then you look at the art and you're like holy crap that's amazing he did uh di- i don't know if you saw his uh, little wastelander baseball player uh
1: that he did call it uh, yeah
0: he threw the sketch up and then he ended up inking it and coloring it but i'm looking at that and i'm like this is fantastic. And not only does the art look cool, but you can see where the skill is because he's got like the anatomy of the baseball player is accurate. You know, yeah. the, the way his his feet, and his legs and where his hands are positioned, it's right. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, it just looks cool. Like, I don't know. It just, it, you you can gain a whole new appreciation if you try to do something that you watch other people do and make look easy. Yeah. You gain a greater appreciation for it.
1: Yeah, so and, yeah, and,
0: I totally I'm with you on that.
1: Yeah, I, I I hung drywall this weekend, and I now appreciate all people who do anything with drywall more than I I ever did before. And I only had to do like seven inches of drywall. I had to do like nothing. <laughs> it was stupid. It was just the bottom part of my bathroom. I just had to do the drywall. This is awful. But yeah, you're you're right. And and there's something to be said about knowing the human anatomy and stuff like that because you can make cartoony stuff, but there's 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 a, there's a there's a point where we don't believe it. So like mm-hmm. like you were saying, Scott is a cartoonist. His stuff is is not meant to be photorealistic, but his arms are right and his legs are right yeah. and his face is right. Where the things are matters. And I think I learned that anytime yeah. I'm trying to draw it, I'm like, this doesn't look right because the po- part, point from his, his shoulder to his elbow is significantly longer than from his elbow to his hand. And it's yeah. like in that and it's that stuff that makes your, your brain just go, that's not a human or that's something weird. And you don't accept it, even if it's as as cartoony as you want to make it. There are aspects of anatomy that our brain is OK with. And we have to. Yeah, get
0: Well, there. I mean, you look at uh, look at Audie's sketch or his drawing of Calvin and Hobbes and then think about Calvin as an anatomical person. Like he, he doesn't make sense as a six year old for his size. Except that everything is proportioned properly for the stature that he has, mm-hmm. and it works. It's very cartoonish. His head is ridiculously huge compared to the rest of his body. He's got these tiny little legs <laughs> and short little arms, but it works because he actually looks like just a shrunken down human with a big yeah. head. So yeah, it's all you proportioned. Can, you can, yeah, you you mess with the proportions a little bit and you're fine. Hobbes is the same way. You're right. There is that point where where uh you just don't believe it anymore. I mean, look at even older cartoons like Popeye, you know, the character of Popeye is ridiculous looking. Bluto is ridiculous looking, but they still look close enough to human because the anatomy is correct. Right. So exactly. Cause you're right. I'm the same way. I start drawing something. I'm like, no, hold on. Wait a minute. That, that arm is longer than that arm. <laughs> and wh- where I have problems is perspective. That's yes. my biggest thing. Yes. I can Amen. draw a side perspective just fine but it's when i start trying to to make it look like it's like it's at an off angle and make it look more uh give more depth to something is when my brain starts to short circuit and i just have to i have to start laying down those pathways yeah and learning that kind of stuff
1: turn a head 30 degrees i have no idea where <laughs> the eyeball's supposed to go i don't know <laughs> yeah, where exactly. the ma- where does the mouth begin and end hair i can't even flip into the top of somebody's head like to, to do like wavy hair or slick back hair it's i don't know how to do it like i, did, I had stephanie do it for me I was, on one of my pictures i was just playing with i was like draw hair on this on this head and show me how to make it look right and i mean she's an artist and i looked at it and i'm like i could not i don't i still don't know how you did that how did you make it look like hair all the hair i draw look, just it never it never looks like i never know where to stop and start on the top of the head to get the perspective of like yeah, looking at someone. Where does their head end? What do, what do we do? There's so many little techniques that I think um, I think I, I'd like to hone, and uh, and I think one of the ways we can do that is YouTube tutorials, watching people draw, tracing. Neil Adams. Uh, if you're a comic book fan of any shape or size, you probably have heard Neil, the name Neil Adams. Uh, he was the inventor of the John Stewart Green Lantern, and he did a big run on Green Lantern Green Arrow back in the day. He's written Batman, um, but he also draws. And he said, in an interview I heard him in, he was like, Great artist, trace. He said, Get some tracing paper and trace. He said, That will teach you techniques and how things are done that you can translate to your own freehand art. And he was like, I will never slide anybody for tracing. He's like, I've been doing this my whole career. I trace. <laughs> and he does the same thing he was talking about how he, when he writes, he reads for style. Like he reads comics for style. He doesn't read them to copy or plagiarize, but he reads for mm-hmm. flow and how things work. And it's the same thing when you're learning how to draw. Trace all the time. And you can, you eventually pick up cues and technique that you didn't know you had. And I plan to do that more. Like Procreate makes it easy. You can import a picture from the web into your art and then make a new yeah. layer and just draw on top of it and just. That's how I did the James Brown thing. Pulled in a big old picture of James Brown and grabbed the highlights that made him look like James Brown. His hair and his wrinkles and his eyes and his teeth. James Brown got a big old smile. And when you're doing characters, that's another thing you pay attention to is is things. If I was drawing Travis, I'd draw Travis's beard and his hat. (laughs)
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Those are the things that draw your eye. Yeah, Yeah,
1: those would be key.
0: Um, Yeah, the, the tracing one is a big one because you can take whether it's a photo or a a drawing and like I think about doing that and then deconstructing it and trying to break it down so that then I can rebuild it. So I can take, take the, take the image, figure out where all the important bits of it are and then, and then structure that in my head so that then I can start from nothing and try to build it back up. Sure. Uh, it's yeah. the whole, you know, take a car apart so you can put it back together and learn how it all works. That That's how my, my brain goes in that direction a lot. So that's, that is something I'm going to definitely play around with and try. Yeah. And it helps with learning the perspective too, because if you've got a drawing or you've got a photograph and you're tracing out the photograph, you can pinpoint, oh, here's where the shoulder joint is. And, oh, looking at it from this perspective, I can see where the arm needs to go. Because of the way that it's move, you know how it's moving in there, like that kind of stuff. That that's yeah. what I'm really, yeah. Th- this was this was uh, there was a lot more to this than just doodling something every day. It's and fun. That's it, what yeah. I liked about it.
1: It's fun that these challenges don't don't just. It's not just about depending on how you take it. It's not just about doing the thing. It's about thinking about the thing while you do it mm-hmm. and what what you learn yeah. from it. And I I did not expect us to talk this long about drawing. <laughs> uh, but there's, there's so much nuance that I think we all discovered, uh, from doing it. Uh, and, and I, I, I'm glad that we did, but I'm also glad that other people did. Cause we indeed got an email Travis. We did. Yes,
0: we, we did. Uh, we got an email from Amy and Amy says, <clears throat> yes, I am artsy. Yes. I have an art degree. Yes. I have a number of artistic talents but I do not draw drawing is a skill and I could definitely improve it if I worked at it, but I'm already such a hobby magpie flitting from one thing to the next. I've never wanted to invest that much time in it. This quest kind of stressed me out maybe because I have an art background. So it feels rather like expectations are higher. I've tried to do a bunch of monthly drawing challenges in the past and have never really gotten very far. I think this being just a week probably helped me stick with it a lot easier. Thanks for the challenge. I had a good time, even if I'm kind of glad it's over,
1: <laughs> I can see that. I can definitely feel that you got you got additional pressure having having all these what should be artistic credit, and then uh, right. then sitting down to draw. And it's so funny. No matter how skilled you are, because I think if you look at Amy's art up against my art, there's a clear distinction. Somebody's better. Somebody knows what they're doing, and somebody's just doodling. Right? like so, and mm-hmm. but to her. Uh in reading this email it seems like that's the same perspective she has on her own art compared to other people. Um sure, which I think is sure. fascinating. No matter how good you get, you can't help but look at it and go, "Ah, this I, I see all my mistakes. I see my thought process. I see the patterns I took, the the shortcuts." And it, and no one else does. I try to tell my wife this all the time cuz she's an artist. She paints um, beautiful, beautiful pictures. And she's always like, "Ah, I probably need to not bother showing this one to anybody it's not that good i'm like it's a photorealistic falcon with a hat on it's incredible uh it's yeah just, i can't yeah. get her to do it
0: That's i mean i, I like. i've had this discussion with my sister a lot because my sister got the the drawing gene she got the bug she was the the kid drawing on napkins at every restaurant we ever went to and like every flat surface uh <laughs> paper wise she had a drawing on it somewhere and and that was the thing I, you know, we've had a lot of discussions about that and she's always putting down her art and stuff. I'm like, Lindsay, your stuff is incredible. And you, she very rarely would have like, she was one that never did the, the whole, I'm going to sketch this out and then build around that. She just started with a pen and finished the the thing. And that's what it was. Mm-hmm. And she just had that, that drawing ability. And that was what, and then she branched off into painting, but we had this discussion a lot because she would get upset when uh, something she did, she didn't think it was good enough. I'm like, well, for one, you're using a different skill set now. You know, you've moved from drawing to painting. It's not yeah. the same thing. Um, and that's that's a thing. Maybe, you know, you, you can be good at drawing. You can be good at sculpture. You can be good at, because sculpture is going to be very different, right? You're working in three dimensions. And if oh, yeah. you're wondering what something looks like, if you're trying to figure out what the perspective of the arm looks like, you can just take the sculpture and you can turn it right yeah physically and do a thing with it (laughs) um and you know then i see people that do like these uh uh, collage art Mm -hmm. or mosaic art like that boggles my mind when i see stuff like that or like the street artists that'll have a canvas and they start painting on the thing and they're just it looks like they're just throwing paint on it and then all of a sudden they pick up the canvas flip it 180 degrees and you've got a you know a, a picture of uh, Jim Brown from 1968 running with a football. And it's like, wh- wait a minute, no, no, where did that come from? Like, yeah, how did throwing paint at a canvas become Abraham Lincoln? I don't get it, but it works. Like,
1: <laughs> and, but that's you know, just that's you're looking at it from your skill set, going impossible. They have honed this craft. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the thing we oh, we yeah. miss. We we only see people once they've got it figured out enough to show the world. Uh, they've right. been sitting there. Futsing around with it for who knows how long, and I, I think that's mm-hmm. one thing that that like even in what we do, even in the podcasting realm, you know, you have people come up to you and be like, "Wow, your voice is really radio-like. You could really, you really do a good job hosting this thing or that thing." And it's like I've been doing, I've been flexing this muscle for ten years. <laughs> like this is no, yeah, this is this is. This is. I wasn't born this way. Like this, this took time and effort, and 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 like like anything else, you do not always deliberate. You know, you just do it, Mm -hmm. and you just gradually improve. If you set any any of your mind on a practice mindset, um, it's like people who play Fortnite and are really good at it. Like one time, Ninja, big old Fortnite player, was like, "I don't just play Fortnite." He said, I practice Fortnite. And he was like, What I mm-hmm. mean by that is I pay attention to my mistakes. I pay attention to my strategies. I pay attention to where things went wrong and I try to remember that so I cannot do that next time. Or you and I would yeah. just mindlessly flip and play Fortnite. <laughs> just like trying right, to exactly. chill at night. It's a different in doing the, the, you know, art and sculpting or whatever it is, you know, or watching these people like you said throw paint into canvas. They're strategically placing that paint that they're throwing, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: No, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a hundred percent a skill. And the thing yeah. about it is you're right. That is a great way to think about it is we're not seeing somebody figure out how to do it. We're seeing them. Oh, I know I have now gotten to this point. It's sort of like if, if I went back and listened to, you know, stuff that I recorded years ago, I'm going to mm-hmm. hear all the differences in how I've grown. Yeah as a podcaster as a public speaker as somebody who can just sit and ramble on for an hour <laughs> about nothing uh and and help to carry a conversation that is not something that is just innate that is that is a skill you're right it is a, a muscle that you're flexing over time and it takes time to get there and art is no different than that they're all that's why i i have really tried very hard over the last couple of years to stop saying somebody has a lot of talent because mm-hmm. I feel like saying that is doing them a disservice. Like they didn't have to work at it. Yeah. It's all their and, work. That's a good point. Yeah. And, and as I've gotten older and as I have, have had more experience with people, I realize it's more, it's, it's a skill. These are all things that have been practiced and worked on to get to the point where you're that good at it. So I, I, I always try to tell people that they have a lot of skill in what they do. Yeah. That's a really good
1: that's a really good practice. I, I think I think there's obviously people that have a gift towards something and, and uh an ability that maybe ingrained just how their brain works is more suited towards something that they've gravitated to. But yeah, like the getting mm-hmm. it right and getting it done well is is honed. I think that's a that's a really good I'm gonna try to remember that as I move as I move forward. Uh is trying yeah, I to use mean, the word skill.
0: You know, I had When I was growing up, I got into distance running. I got into cross country and track and I had talent does exist because Mm -hmm. I had a talent for running. I was good at it, but that talent can only take you so far. You still have to hone the skill. Yeah. And the talent might get you started or might push you in that direction. You might have a talent for, for drawing and enjoy that drawing, but it's still, you're going to work at it to get to the point where you are oddly normal one, or you are Scott Johnson, you know, doing that for that long, it becomes, it's more than just talent. And that's why, that's why I always try to praise somebody for their skill and for the amount of time and effort and work that they've put into something. Because I know just from the, the silly things that I have done, how much time it takes and the skill that, that you need to hone. So sure. Yeah. That's, that's been a big one for me.
1: Well, we thank everybody for submitting all your art and being a part of this fantastic discussion uh, about this quest this week. Uh, if you shared your stuff in Discord or Twitter or Instagram, you drew for seven days a week, punch your virtual punch card uh, as you get closer to that, that award-winning award. That 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 award you'll get at the end of the <laughs> season uh, for completing all the tasks with us. Uh, if you want to leave us a voicemail, uh, what number can they leave that voicemail at, Travis.
0: Is two three one four eight six five four zero one.
1: That's right. Keep that at 60 seconds or less, but fill us in on how your quest went. Some of these quests are more suited for that uh, than just what you did. This This one was really good for just digitally sharing on Twitter and stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. But you can also send it to DearSideQuest at gmail.com. Just send us a couple paragraphs about how your quest went. If you're not done doing your drawing, don't worry. Take some cushion time. Get it all done. Yeah. Uh, Join us on Discord. Chat about your experience over there at twoDorks.net/discord, uh, and if you have any just general thoughts to share about any quests, hashtag LOD side quest We'll get you get us get it noticed on Twitter or Instagram or wherever. Yeah. We'll keep an eye on that hashtag for you to uh to report back anything that you have to share with us. But it's time to reveal next week's challenge or this week's challenge as we move into this week. I'm going to go ahead and do a one final refresh over there at dorks.net slash poll. Boom. Quest number four is screenless hour. Don't use your screens one hour before bedtime. Holy poop. Oh boy. Holy <laughs> butts. All right. So the rules for this one do your best, do your very best. To not Mm -hmm. look at a screen one hour prior to laying your head down to go to sleep. Or while you're laying in bed. Don't look at screen then either. Uh, The whole idea, I think, we we wanted to come up with this challenge because, for one thing, I think it's good for you. (laughs) We've heard numerous times that looking at screens before bed disrupts your sleep and causes problems. Um, So we wanted to take it for a test drive. Go ahead and not look at a screen, take your eyes off of everything around you, grab a book. Uh, did we decide if Kindle like e-readers that didn't have backlights were fair game?
0: I or do would do we want say, paper books? I mean, an e-reader if it's a, if it's the dedicated e-reading device, I would I would say that's fine because it's yeah. not really it's in the spirit of the rule. You're not yeah. looking at a, an LCD screen. You're not watching a video, and you're not getting saturated by the blue light, right? Um, so they're, yeah, like they're the Amy's perfect. Oris's, they're e-paper, yeah. but not yeah. the not the tablet one, not like a, a Kindle Fire. Yeah, but if you have the Kindle Paperwhite or the Kindle e-reader, that's fine because that's e-paper. That's a different different animal altogether. So I'm I, I would say that's good. Paper yeah. books. Um, this is going to be a challenging one. Uh, mm-hmm. for me, um, however, given that I was up until, uh, almost two o'clock in the morning last night, um, partially because I couldn't sleep and partially because I was on my phone, uh, which <laughs> sort of fed itself. Sleep. Like yeah. I, <laughs> I couldn't sleep cause I was on my phone, but I was on my phone because I couldn't sleep. And yeah. so, uh, this is going to be a challenge for sure, but I'm, I'm interested in, uh, in how this is going to go over the next week.
1: Yeah. Yeah, same. Um, so we got a couple questions in the chat. So Amy's Amy's basically told us as as the the non podcasting fourth member of SideQuest so far, <laughs> Amy has voting rights. Uh, so yeah, e paper uh, books like Kindle and stuff that's that's fine. Just not like a Kindle Fire or whatever that's actually a, a screen with multi multiple purposes. D H uh, Dunn wants to know what if I listen to a podcast without looking at it? I think that's probably fair. Uh, I mean we we said no screens. I feel like if you want to listen to it a tape. (laughs) A book on tape, as they say, or oh sure. No, that's that's not using a screen. Yeah, it feels fair to me. Um it's not we're Mm -hmm. not saying meditate for an hour before bed. We're just saying find if you I mean just find if you want to sit and do a puzzle for an hour. That's not looking at a screen. That's doing a puzzle. Sure. Um the whole idea being just book if you have
0: a sketchbook and and drawing on paper or Mm -hmm. whatever it is. Basically it's just it's don't don't be sitting in front of the T V or your computer screen or your iPad or your phone and just staring at it. Try not to use that for the hour before you go to bed.
1: Yeah. So Travis, what are Try your to do something what are different. your concerns? What are you looking at going into this? Where's your brain go?
0: Uh I mean my biggest concern is that I have people that I converse with only through um like instant messaging, text message, Facebook Messenger type thing where it's my only real avenue to to talk to them. And that's going to be trickier. Um, as far as like just not using the iPad to watch YouTube or scroll TikTok or, you know, play a, play a video game or something like not, not have the switch in front of me for the last 10 minutes before I go to bed playing Zelda. That won't be that hard. I've done that before. I can think of it. I mean, I can do that part of it. It's the communication aspect with a certain couple of people um, that's going to be tricky. I got to yeah. figure that one out.
1: Yeah. Uh for me it's a lot of, I've got the the FOMO problem. Like I've always <laughs> had FOMO. I want I want if it's happening I want to know about it and I want to know about it first. Uh it's it's done me well <laughs> in some in some aspects and it's done me not so well in others. So like there's there's things I'm going to I'm going to hear about or see like one thing that's got me real stressed out is is the idea that I can't I can't like I don't know if I'm gonna be able to watch Loki. I've i I've got a kid, right? And he doesn't go to bed till eight thirty on a good night. Um I mean right. I have to plan on if I'm gonna watch something, I'm gonna to have to stay up a lot later to cut off that hour before bed. You know, like my bedtime is gonna to have to shift. So, um and that's one of the ways me and my wife spend some time together. We watch it we watch a show before we go to bed sometimes. Um so I'm a little yeah. nervous about all that. Um but I'm also I'm also excited. So, I'm also going to miss out on playing Mass Effect on the nights I'm not podcasting, because I've really been enjoying the game. Now I got to put it off put it down for a week unless I play it during the day. Well, you just got to you just got to put it down.
0: You can't play it. You have to play less. Yeah, I play it. like what, You're gonna 20 play minutes play. and then right,
1: shut it down. Uh, so I've I've got a little bit of anxiety about that, but I I'll, I'll get through it. And this is all just part of that FOMO. Like I'm going to put my phone down. Oh no. What if what if there's a what if it buzzes and it needs me? Well, too bad right. so sad. I am on call this week, so if it buzzes a lot, I've got to look at it. But generally it's quiet. So it should be okay. I should be able to pull it off. Um, I'm already getting the shakes, thinking about not uh <laughs> not being able to do it, but this is why we do it. I think this is why the D-H- challenge is important.
0: Yeah. And DH Dunn brings up a good point, which is the hardest part for me will be knowing when an hour before bed yeah. starts because i don't have a consistent bedtime. It's a good that point. can be too, but maybe you know, th- that's the challenge for you this week is to try and set yourself a consistent bedtime if you can. Like try Nothing, to try to
1: Yeah, n- no. nothing's more healthy than a consistent bedtime. In all honesty, like a consistent go to bed and wake up time. Uh headgamer in our in our discord, 2 slash discord will preach it all day. Sleep health. Um, along with mindfulness. And one of the things I'm thinking about doing the hour before bed, is spend 10 minutes trying to do the mindful meditation thing. Um, it's the one practice that they can actually record improve, cognitive improvement in people if they practice it daily. Uh, it's one of those things. They're like, you could play Brain Quest on your DS for a year, and if you stop doing it, you go right back to just, you know, whatever. But mindfulness will help. Uh, I was reading uh, something today and it said that people taking uh, one of the standardized tests who practice mindful meditation for like two weeks before the test every day consistently did 16% better on the test than when they were not doing it. Um, Hmm. and I thought that was, I thought it was fascinating. Like that's pretty 16% is like, I mean, that's double digit percent improvement. Um, and it basically just teaches you how to wrangle your mind and focus better. Um, so yeah. yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm I'm excited i'm nervous uh, mm-hmm. i'm gonna have to really intentionally go to bed i think I think is the only way to get past this is pick a time like if i wanna if I wanna go to sleep at ten thirty I need to stop doing stuff by nine thirty I think I might can pull it off if I use that time period.
0: Yeah. And, and again, it's not like you have to not use anything that uses electricity. You just, it's just not a screen, put some music on, Yeah, you know, like you said, do a puzzle, grab a book, write, put Mm -hmm. something down in a journal, doodle, whatever it is. It's just, let's, let's harken back. Some of us are old enough to remember before we had pocket computers (laughs) when this wouldn't have been that difficult. So, uh, you know, that kind of stuff. And, I have enough and for analog me it's like it's,
1: hobbies that I can probably come up with stuff.
0: Yeah, I, I I feel like I do, too. Like I say, the hardest part for me is the communication one. Um, and I'll just have to... I, I'm going to have to try and figure out some alternative uh, methods. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I'm excited for it. We'll be sure to to fill Jacob in. I'm sure he already knows because Smashy's in mm-hmm. the chat. So he knows what he's right. got to do. Uh, obviously, tonight, tomor- tomorrow, I I can't... The podcast nights—I I don't know what I'm going to do. I might just do an extra day or two of uh, of the days I'm not podcasting because usually I'm like turn this off and I go to sleep. Uh, I'll just mm-hmm. do a, like a couple extra days to to finish up and make sure I get like a full week's worth of this test in. Um,
0: yeah, and I mean you have you have tomorrow night for H and H, but. Do you have then anything else throughout the rest of the week? No, yeah, I'll so be you, clear. So you, be all right.
1: I'll just add an extra day after next week's H and H and relax. Uh, but I'm looking forward to it. But uh, so that's that one, and that means we've got a new poll, and I'm going to remember to talk about what it is this time, and not hang up the phone yes. and be like, "What was that?" <laughs> uh, so we are now moving officially into our second tier. This is our second tier of the tournament, so things that we've seen before are now going to show up again, but against each other, uh, and against a different competition. So moving forward into the second tier of the tournament, we have two quests up against each other. Clean Up a Parker Road has made its triumphant return. You can vote for that, Mm -hmm. or you can vote for the Get Driven Two Miles Away Blindfolded and Find Your Way Back, uh, which is both the, I have a feeling I know which one is going is going to get picked this time but these are both a <laughs> lot tougher. Uh it's it's kind of cool. I didn't really expect this when we started the show until we started doing it. I'm like we're just going to keep moving forward the ones no one wants to do <laughs> are the ones like they <laughs> yeah. least want to do until we finally get to yeah. what we consider either the hardest or the most uh or the the least enjoyable challenges. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is going to be a fun one to watch people vote for.
0: It is. Um, I know which of the two I am more interested in doing. Um, Mm -hmm. but I'm curious to see kind of what the community at large decides that they want to do. Um, (laughs) because I know when you're kicking them, when, when you're kicking the can down the road, it's the, I don't want to do this thing right now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm very curious to see how this all uh, shakes out.
1: I will tell you if I just you, if, won't be
0: able to check the poll for an hour before I go to bed. Right?
1: Yeah, we won't be able to look at it. I'll will t- tell you one thing. I uh, I was encouraged, not encouraged. I guess I should say discouraged. I went I went to a park recently, and now that summer is ongoing, we're now in summertime. People are out and <laughs> about. There is no shortage of trash to pick up. Uh, you will find this it is true. You walk outside oh, yeah. long enough, you will find plenty of stuff, and in places you think should be clean, because you're just like, what is wrong with people? Um, I've mm-hmm. actually seen a few posts on Reddit recently of just pick people taking pictures of themselves with big garbage bags. They're like, went out and cleaned up some stuff today. Just me and a buddy randomly decided to take care of this highway, um, and it's it's like it it's available. There's trash everywhere. It's gross. Yeah, um, yeah. So if you're worried yeah, about, sadly, I don't know where I'm going to go. Gross. Yeah, just go to go anywhere. <laughs> just find anywhere. I promise you, there's trash there. People are people are resurfacing, and they're terrible. Uh, so that'll be fun. And then the two miles away thing again. That one's doesn't have to be two miles from home. Just Pick a spot somewhere you want to return to, uh, and yep. and have somebody drive you somewhere else and drive back. Please keep in mind safe neighborhoods. I don't want to hear somebody got mugged because they were participating <laughs> in side quests. Like,
0: don't torture yeah. your friends. <laughs> no, don't do that.
1: No, 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 no. Carry a large knife. Just be safe. <laughs> Jeez. Please, uh, please be safe. <laughs> but that's that's it for the show this week, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for participating so far in all these. Mm-hmm. Watching you guys with us has been super fun. I'm real excited to hear how this challenge goes for you. Uh, it's. I'm nervous. I'm excited. We're, we're just going to have – we're, we're going to come out of this better, people. That's what I believe. I have to believe. Yes, um, absolutely. But- and I'm interested to see how many of us decide I might keep this up, uh, which would be interesting <laughs> to see. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, if you've been enjoying the show, please rate us on whatever podcast service you listen to us on. If you can give us five stars or just a review of any kind, uh, we would greatly appreciate it. Uh, of course, you can join us on our quest, uh, like always. And if you want to vote for next week's poll, I'm going to go ahead and drop the poll in the chat. Uh, but if you're listening to this in podcast form, you can go to net slash poll. And it will be updated, so that you can uh, you can vote for yourself and make it happen. And with that, we'll see you guys Excellent. next time here on Side Quests. Bye.